Hey, everybody. Welcome to Twofold. I'm Phil. I'm the host today. And with me is the lovely, the enchanting, and the generally wonderful Tim. I am quite enchanting. Thank you. That's right. He is. And the equally enchanting and generally wonderful Jake. Hello. I am equally enchanting and wonderful. Welcome to this month's... No. Is this the last one of the month? No, it's not, is it? Uh, no, I don't it's, it's the middle of the month, my friend. Time has melted and blended Time, in a pot. Yeah, I think we all kind of can agree. I think everyone listening as well is feeling the same brunt of uh, staying at home and being, being safe, you know? Just weathering out the storm, as it were. Unless you're like a deserted island somewhere in the Pacific where you don't have <laughs> corona, so... Or COVID-19. <laughs> but you're still in social isolation. Maybe you're not. Maybe oh, you're, the only, no. you're the only person there. You're always in social <laughs> That's isolation. That's what I'm saying. This, this is real life for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is and this the real life? So um, I think I think <coughs> I can COVID-19. start this episode by saying welcome back. I don't know how long anybody has start been waiting for a new virus. episode. Two weeks. We we come out every two weeks. I, I know, right, but weeks. it's like, it might feel a little bit longer than it usually does these days. Could be, could be. Because, yeah, man, true. it feels like it's been three months since we did an episode. I don't know about you guys. But what do we do talk about? We talk about Homeward Bound. Really about three animals. <laughs> no, yes, three animals. Uh, two dogs and they a cat. Li- their lips don't sync. They're just talking over, like... There's no lip syncing. Yep. There's just. Have you seen Homeward Bound, by the way? Tim? Yeah, no, on TV, like a long time ago. Yeah. Do you remember how many, when... how many animals died in that movie? Oh, I don't even. I don't want to. I don't want to think about. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna look about. I'm gonna look that up. Not. It's a funny I thing, but you know, those are the. You know, the olden days. Maybe, maybe, but this was like a '90s movie. I think by then they had '90s. Come on, they had the. Yeah, they had the. uh, What are they called? The '50s when people died on sets because. uh, (laughs) Did you hear about? Did you hear how they treated um, Judy Garland? No. no. It's what, horrible. What uh, what? For any movie, like the way that they treated her, um, like they were just giving her all kinds of cigarettes and drugs and stuff like that just to... What? Work. It's it's a oh. horrible story. I can't remember. It's just from the back of my mind, but it was, uh, it was really bad. Like she was smoking like three packs a day, stuff like that. Was really some, some spiced cigarettes? I don't know. So it was acid something, cigarettes from uh, something, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this yeah, is the yeah, apple. Yeah. Was it like what was that called? Dipped. Like, oh, the acid cigarettes. Yeah. I was, th- I was, I was yeah, thinking yeah, the no, apple yeah, but, ones. But those are the Tarantino ones. They 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 show up in every movie. Yeah. Oh, they do. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah bigger yeah. Tarantino guy than I am. But yeah, I mean, hey, on that uh, positive note, hey, uh, what's up? Um, Spoilers. It's twofold. Hey, but yes, but there's going to be spoilers. Oh, well, at least I started at the beginning. I don't have to put it in the way in the beginning. No, do no, it's I? fine. It's, it's totally, no, 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 no. It's no, good no. here. We didn't talk about anything spoiler yet, so it's, it's we're all yeah, good. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so uh, this episode is going to be a bit different. Uh, I don't know what I could say to you, but at least we're on schedule and, you know, maybe it's the time to kind of chill out what they say in podcasts you have to keep it up keep it up keep it up don't give up so so never give up 97 percent of people who start a podcast give up give up sounds like a sounds like a like a video game (laughs) you come to a character do you want to give up or do you want to continue speaking of which speaking of which there's a, there uh, was Tim. Have you? I mean, no, you haven't. But um, we played the Path of Neo. 
the game? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. My computer couldn't uh, run it back in the day. Wasn't for a computer, I believe. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning of the game, uh, you're in Morpheus's the room. You know, the one where he gives gives you the choice: red pill or blue pill, and you can pick the blue mm-hmm. pill. And just game ends. Yes. Yep. It's just a That's game over. Funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love that. Honestly, the Path of Neo is not bad. I don't know why people give it such a bad rep, but it's just goofy fun. And I think that there's even an uh, a intro by the Wachowskis who are telling us about the final boss. And they were talking... <laughs> just, just, is, it just makes me want to think of, <laughs> of um, the pants were dead. I am the final <laughs> boss. <laughs> oh, man. We talked about it last time as well. We did. We did. The we did. pants were dead. And John Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Wachowskis were actually talking about the final boss, and instead of what they had in Matrix Revolutions, the final boss was a giant smith made out of smaller smiths. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah by the right? way, if you're interested in Matrix, we have another podcast that is finished we're gonna, and is available yep. to listen. Yes. Called the Matrix please Minute. Listen to the Matrix Minute. I love that podcast. It was if you a like gem. the Matrix as much as we are, yeah, it's like we talk about every episode is one minute of the movie. It's like, yep. oh, it's not our idea. We stole it, but but yeah. we did idea it. stolen, <laughs> but content. No one did ours. the Matrix. We did yeah. not give up. The pants were down. No. The pants we made it all were... the way, which I'm happy about. I really like that. In fact, Tim, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually listening what? to the Matrix Minute again. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> How can and you do that? I was like, I, I can't. I don't know. It's, it's fun. Um, look, look, look. It's lockdown time. I can't. Take true, public transportation. I don't drive, so I have to walk. I walk, I keep my distance, I see no single soul. When someone walks by and it's an old person, I'm like, old person, I'm going to have to move way far away so I don't give them any diseases I might catch. <laughs> but if you were <laughs> a fan or are head crabs, you don't want to give um, them. <laughs> <laughs> there you know might what's the funny? Be- what? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, it might be another episode of Matrix Minute Special. Hey, it might be. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Matrix 4 is coming yeah, out. Yeah, you know? That's right. But I can imagine Phil because he's like <laughs> Philip has a has a very unique and strange way of of commuting and, and just general behavior in public spaces and transportation. <laughs> okay, his movements are like a little bit like alien and a human skin. Sometimes so I can just imagine just Phil just walking and then he sees an older person just walking the street. He does the little <gasps> spreads his run. Spread, yeah, yeah, no, he spreads just his like arms and, and his his legs. He's like oh no, oh no, oh no, and just just panicking, just like sprinting up a hill. I must save. That's what I imagined. Oh, sorry. Well, that's just exactly how it goes. Exactly. This is the tale. Do you guys do the whole um, mm-hmm. when you're like when you see something you don't want to go that direction, or you yeah. messed up and you turned wrong? You pull out your phone and pretend like somebody somebody's calling you, and no. then you're like walk the other direction. Like, oh yeah, no, man. I'm totally uh, <laughs> public about my mistakes. But the thing is, you just like announce I, it. Uh, Everyone, I've made a mistake. This is <laughs> yeah, the wrong yeah, yeah. street. I'm I've made turn a mistake. Here. I am going left. I'm I going wanted to, to go right. Right now. Excuse uh, me while I take a few no. paces back to go right. I'm actually quite a stupid person when it comes to remembering directions and having a sense of direction. Mm-hmm. I always pull out. If I don't know where I'm going, I pull out my phone and just follow Google Maps like religiously. Oh, it's just like fixed. And I just look at it. And what I hate the most, I hate it is mm-hmm. that it's very difficult to see the sort of gradient that shows you what fa- where what direction you're facing with your little blip 
on the map. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. what happens, very, very common for me, is I'll be walking one direction and I have to wait for the map to update to see if I'm going the right way. Oh, right, like if, you're, if, if you went, okay, yeah. Yeah, on foot. And so two minutes later, ah, wrong way, got to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> happens That's to me right. so many times. You know, um, navigating through Tokyo was impossible without Google Maps. Oh, I would imagine. That's like... It was so useful it was fantastic we never made any wrong oh wait we did never mind i did make some wrong turns i in fact made some wrong uh steps outside of the train systems and i was like where am i this isn't where i'm supposed to go this is this is the wrong side of tokyo this is <laughs> this is where it's really good it was really, this really is useful so. a jokio did you hear about... Never mind, forget it, forget it. No, no, wait, 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 what about what? what? Ah, but, you know, App, did you hear about Google and Apple combining forces to do the whole thing where it's I like... I saw a picture on Twitter. Yeah, something about... The logos were next to each other, divided by a vertical line. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. going to they're, they're be like, like combined into a bigger company called... N- Goople, Gapple. Goople, <laughs> I love Goople. Goople or Gapple. No, like they're, they're like they're doing the whole thing where it's like it'll tell you if you've been near someone who has contracted COVID nineteen. Goople. Well, here's, here's the thing: the, our government is doing that as well with Sigic, the um, the company who makes nav- oh, navigation. Yeah. Everyone's oh, doing this, but but yeah, but a lot of people are also like, oh, that's a cool feature, but also like. You're totally giving government your position at the moment. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, it's like in China. What's the feature? What's the feature? Huh? So, um, like all the people who are, have COVID nine, they're registered and they're on the map, so you can see them. Oh yeah, I hate that. So like I not mustn't go. So Phil, you know, can sense the old people. Well, I guess not. I mean, the old people can sense Phil if he has COVID nine. But um, <laughs> yeah. But also Johnny is alive and he's uh, behind the plexiglass. Um, so hey, Johnny. Johnny can you, you okay? Okay. He's waving. Yeah, I, think he's, I don't yeah. care. Hey, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, can you just, just play the song, Johnny, please? Hey. Johnny, Johnny was on his yep. smoke break. So when he came back. <laughs> he was rushing. Johnny, he was I tried rushing. to explain him. I tried to explain that smoking makes it worse. It makes him more susceptible to COVID-19. True. The cove, Teen. but the Johnny, you know, he just had to, and uh, I think he just it would ni- it'd be nice if he just knew like when the show starts. <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great. <laughs> I don't, you know, but it's poor okay. Johnny. We don't, we don't, we don't, even, we don't even pay him. He's just, he just just loves to be part That's of the, the, you know, the whole thing. He's want to be one, yeah. one of the team. He want to be one of the four. Horseman. One of the four. I wanted to <laughs> mention something. I was listening yeah. to Matrix Minute and remember the April Fool's episode that we did? Remind me, remind me. Well, you know, the the moon crashed into the earth. Oh, uh, <laughs> we were like from the future? <laughs> yeah. Was, Guess what the future was? Oh, what was, what was the future? Was it like a bad future? It was the year 2020. Oh what? And did we put oh no, did we put oh yeah. no, I think we talked about apocalypse or something. Oh yeah. Man. Uh yes we did. Oh man. That's that's, that's aged like milk. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Aged like milk. I never heard that one. I'll really? use that in the future. No. Well what do you oh, mean? Okay. Like but like aged poorly, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like it's a it's like a common common really? idiom. Aged like milk. 
There's even a subreddit on Reddit, just age like milk. And just and they just post anything. Like they love Trump stuff. Like <laughs> Trump said something oh, yeah, about yeah. Trump about, about Obama, and then he does the exact same thing. Like oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's also like, especially COVID nineteen, there was a lot of like you know like celebrities or someone like that who's like, oh y'all get crazy, especially if like they were, you know, uh, promoting an event. And it's like, oh, oh. don't be afraid, you know, like, oh, there's nothing, it's nothing, it's fake and everything. And then Ooh, some of them was bad. like, they have, they would have been diagnosed. Like, that's diagnosed. a good one, age like milk. That's a good, like, predictor. You can be like, that's going to age like milk. Yep. Yeah. And then, ah, uh, yes. There's many things that age like milk. But nothing ages like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> so is it true? Does, does, does French champagne. Does honey not, does not honey nut age? Isn't, is that, isn't that thing? Honey like, nut? honey doesn't go bad. You know, you're asking the wrong guy. Oh, okay, I but I think, I think honey honey can't go bad. Alcohol can't go bad. Well, it depends what's in it. Still, like pure alcohol, like yeah. vodka. <laughs> like <laughs> honey vodka. Can't hey, go by the way, bad. Phil showed me this video, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys remember Ashens? Yes, Stuart Ashens. Still, yes, does, does do, still do, this do, video. Do, do, that was my do, same do, question to him when Phil showed me. I was like, "Does he still do this? <laughs> <laughs> and does he does still have the old couch? I think Brown so. Brown SDS couch. So, anyway, he and his friend, right, Phil, they were trying a Pepsi, unopened Pepsi can from 1999 Star Wars Episode One Edition promo. Oh yeah, and amazingly, it was still fizzy. And half the liquid dissipated, oh. even if it was closed. That Sealed is some dark Where science. It? Oh, but it just it's went true. F- it went through through the through the aluminum, yeah, aluminum for you or whatever it's called. America. Yeah, and then when they tried it, it looked normal. Mm-hmm. And when they tried it, they still said fizzy. it. Yeah, still fizzy. Well, when they tried it, they said it tasted flat, and it tasted like metallicy and <laughs> just sugary. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was. I can't believe people like that still do it. Yeah, and I can't believe people like Ashens. Like I remember he was talking to the guy, and the guy's like, "Is this the oldest thing you tried?" And Ashens like, "No, no." He's like, "I tried this drink from 1972," and I'm thinking like, "I'm thinking like, how do people like Ashens survive?" (laughs) (laughs) They probably just like being like like eating old food, just like, like just like. I mean, realistically, it's not going to really do you, do you much harm, right? Like, but I'm just thinking over time, even small doses. I mean, it can't be good for you. Well, I mean, depends what what you're putting into yourself. You know, like obviously, some rotten stuff or some things that have gone bad will give you food poisoning. But I'm worried more about you know, like thing that's been in like a metal or aluminum container for 40 50 years like it, yeah. it must oh, probably yeah. absorb Ooh. some of some yeah. of all the wrong the, the worst one was oh my God. He, did ep- he did an episode where he uh oh my goodness he was opening an old <laughs> a whole can that was, oh, sorry, a whole chicken that was canned. oh yeah the, the chicken in the can uh, and, and it was like pretty me. big and it's like a small bird right and he was like 50 years old or something i can't remember and he opened it and i was thinking like it's gonna be gross but it's gonna be intact and as soon as he put the the chicken out it like disintegrated oh <laughs> it was the like dude. the bones were all soft and it was just a mess uh. of dark pieces of meat and and bo- broken bones uh. and then he tried it I actually so, i actually saved that episode and in my youtube like it's like if i ever make a movie and i want something gross like I want oh, like somebody no. to like define humans in cans and then just come oh, out like all gross and disgusting man 
So speaking of other interesting YouTube channels, me and <laughs> we used to watch. <laughs> what did you guys uh, We still used to watch this show called uh, Freezer Burns. You oh, yeah, Freezer team? Burns. What is that? So Freezer Burns was this man who reviewed frozen <laughs> foods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just trying frozen store, foods. And he would just pick something that looked interesting or whatever and just go and review it. And he'd you know, bake it or microwave it and talk about it and give it a rating. And what's amazing was that I found it fascinating because all the frozen fruity roos, like pretty much 90% of them, were really expensive mm. and they were horrible. <laughs> just it's dreadful. Yeah, just dreadful. And you know, like, yeah, go ahead. And like, even like, like frozen foods, like some can be okay because usually freezing it kind of preserves it, so you don't have to put a lot of like additives and all this kind of crazy stuff in it. So by freezing sure. it, you kind of preserve. Stuff. So some of it is actually like a little bit better, but you know, the worst ones is like just like the fridged, like microwavable food. I think that's like the that's like that's like Satan's realm of, of no, but just, they're, they're frozen. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're fridged. I think they're frozen. There's, no, but there's fridge. There's definitely there's like like a lasagna yeah. that's like fr- you put in a oh, microwave like, for five like minutes. A little. Like, <laughs> here we go again. American yes. friends. So when I moved, people when from I moved Canada. To, when I moved to UK, like by myself, I was eighteen, first time, first time living, and I lived with my sister for the first couple of weeks until they kicked me out. But um, I think they were away for the weekend, and I was like, I knew I like, cook a few foods, like like I even do like a stir fry and maybe some eggs or something like that. I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get one of these microwavable foods. Oh, Great, good job. Dude, so, so I went to the store. It was a spar, and I got I got I got a lasagna. Oh, <laughs> you know, like great! And I was like, but you didn't see through. Just a picture on it. I was like, oh, it's yeah, the picture fine. looks amazing. The picture is like beautiful, <laughs> dude. This is like the, the truest, like the most disgusting, like lunch. I was like, I got that. I got like I got like a I got a chocolate <laughs> milkshake drink. What, with it? <laughs> you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in the I was box. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in. I'm gonna go like total junk food and then and then i got like chips and then i got like some dessert some chocolate something this sounds so healthy dude and i came <laughs> came in and i opened this and it's like that looks that looks nothing like a lasagna like <laughs> it looked horrible and it just and it tasted like and then i microwaved it and it was like hot as hell and yeah, i think yeah. i had like four pieces out of that and it tasted absolutely disgusting that was like it's just like paper. Yeah. Honestly, mixed. I remember ages ago when I was a kid back in the States, we had in the freezer, for some reason, we had a, a ready right meal you can microwave mm-hmm. called, I think it was called Hungry Man. <laughs> Hungry right, Man. So <laughs> and, the, and the picture, I was always like seeing it in the freezer. And I didn't know whose it was. And I was like, man, like I just really love to try this because it looks so good. Like, the photo <laughs> was like, you know, nice barbecue glazed ribs and corn and mashed yeah. potatoes. You know, it's like beautiful. And I never ate that, but then years later, I found that Reddit, um, what is it called? I think like shitty food porn or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. meals like this, people just like sad yeah, yeah, little meals. People take pictures of this, yeah, the, the most depressing meals. And some of them are microwave, but there's also another Reddit, subreddit, I think, called like expectations versus reality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also like the yeah, yeah. store-bought stuff. And yeah. I finally saw like someone posted the Hungry Man 
similar meal to what I saw from my childhood, and it was so bad. It was like in the picture, you see the you know the baby back ribs giant, and then in in, in real life, it's like this plastic you know container. It's like this tiny, tiny three little strips of ribs swimming in this brown liquid. Sauce. Oh no! <laughs> no, the, 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 the color brown no. is like the, the color brown and color color yellow, and these meals is just like. Yeah, but I have to say, like, frozen foods, I think, sometimes get a bad rap. Good frozen foods, in my opinion. Let's say, like, I tend to eat a lot of frozen broccoli, and I find it very good. It's, like, well, to be fine. It's normal. You steam it, you salt it. Yeah, but that's frozen broccoli. That's not, that's not a, like, any... But, but it's even, not a meal. But you know that, actually, frozen uh, fruits, are, vegetables, are actually have more nutrition than the ones no, what? that are brought in like fresh because it depends cool. if okay so if you buy from your local grocer like they cut it that morning and they bring it in yes obviously it's gonna have more grocery mm-hmm. but if you're buying something the like some strawberries from spain yeah yeah it's shipped you know they have to like they, it loses its, a lot of its value because it takes a long time to come here while it's when they pick it, they freeze it, so everything is frozen right, at that time. <gasps> and then you unfreeze it, and you get everything, you know, from the yeah, spot. Yeah, because, like, so, for instance, okay. frozen strawberries, I always had great experience with them for smoothies and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get, like, chunky Yeah, so that makes frozen. a lot of sense. Like, yeah, because, like, I was watching a video about frozen versus fresh, and I always heard that once it's frozen, <laughs> it would lose, like, 50% of its nutrition or something. But maybe mm-hmm. I want to believe you, Tim, because... I like the. This is what Emma told me. Well, Emma's going to listen to this podcast, and so she'll 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 oh, probably. Okay, well, Emma. Emma, Shh. can you t- also tell me um, about? I like to eat frozen chicken nuggets. They're one of my favorite. So <laughs> Those are pretty good. Me. Tip. Okay, so yeah, I was I was at Jacob's place just now, and <laughs> he was like, "Delectable." Hey. Yes, and he was like, "Hey, I have frozen chicken nuggets," and I was like, "That's disgusting. I'm not going to try." Yeah, you were Mr. Chicken Mr. Doubting Thomas. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, no. chicken nuggets are pretty disgusting to start with. Oh, chicken nuggets are one of the best things in the world. <laughs> chicken well, nuggets like are the best. Wait, 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 wait. But chicken, like processed chicken, like McDonald's chicken nuggets, yeah. like the mush, yeah. mush yes. meat, mm-hmm. not the mush actual like, yes, strips. Yes, the mush meat. The mush meat. The Shut up, Jim. Those are good, too. Leave the me alone. Mush meat is good, too. Leave me with my mush so, meat. So, just a recommendation. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Phil. The pink. Well, I was doubting this. By the way, that's fake. The pink face paste is not real. That's a. You can go to Snopes. Anyway, go film. <laughs> look at this! Look at this denier of pink paste. Let me go to snow. <laughs> the the go, pink paste denier. Nugget, pink paste. It's it's true. It's not it. <laughs> okay. Continue anyway, chicken nugget story. So, like, um, man, this is going off the rails. Tim's already it's like, I'm happy. Pooping on us. Um, uh, <laughs> so I went to Jacob's place. Ah, I, I'm I'm done. Okay. <sighs> anyway, okay. The, the short version no, of the story is, I, I I fried you up some of the chicken nuggets, and they were really yeah. good. Wouldn't you say? And I was, I was surprised, and I was like, "Hey, can can you tell me where you got those chicken nuggets? You got any more of them chicken nuggets?" Yeah, and they're good, and they're pretty decent, and I'm pretty satisfied with them. Quick, you know, chicken. Ten out of ten. Where did you get it? Um, the stores. At the cinemas, yeah. Any supermarket. You didn't also. I want to say a recommendation for anyone who's who likes (laughs) McDonald's (laughs) chicken nuggets. (laughs) I would recommend if you go to your local (laughs) McDonald's, uh, forty chicken nuggets. Or is it 20? 40. 20. 40 chicken 40 is a bit much. What I think it's 20. <laughs> 20 chicken yeah, nuggets is one of the best things you can get because, listen, oh when you get McDonald's chicken nuggets, right, in okay. a six or a nine, 
you it's like you're rationing that six because or like, nine, a, the huh? next one could be your last and it's sad you know it's like almost <laughs> done right but but you can make like, but you can make chicken nuggets at home even from a paste you know it's like the pasty stuff yeah the pink paste they have them sold man. in different bags no no no, no. you can make your own pink paste just like mush up your chicken meat you know yeah okay well you can come over and do that for me <laughs> <It'll be great. laughs> listen if okay, you whenever that's sure. gonna happen 20 chicken nuggets is great because you just keep eating them and they last forever. It's just like another one, another one, another one, another one. And by the time you're almost done, you're like, that was plenty. You're I like, I love this. I love this conversation. <laughs> yeah, 40 was a bit much. 20, 20. <laughs> An army of chicken nuggets. It's like a, you know, it's like one of those uh, gold treasure you open and it's like all these, this gold yeah. nuggets you have. Yeah. The only downside is that when I get the 20 yeah. chicken nuggets, they're more expensive. You know, it's like usually even more than a meal. So then I can't really get much to Can to you like with it come with your own bag and you're like, just keep <laughs> putting two nuggets in there? <laughs> just like deposit the nugs. They just like <laughs> give it the bag and you're like, just just fill it. Everything you have, everything you got, just fill it up. Don't warm them. Don't, don't unfreeze them. Just give it to me. I'll so did you look up. up the pink paste on Snopes? Yeah, this is a whole text. It's, it's not like, oh, it's... Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, Tim. Okay. Well, anyway. So anyway... Look. Go on. Did they change the design on Snopes? I'm so lost here. I don't. I haven't been there in ages. Yeah. So anyway, um, since I'm the host, I could probably explain a few things. Yeah, about control the show. Control it. Yeah. Regain um, control. Well, basically, as you know, most people are aware. Uh, movies right now, as far as releases go, there are th- some that come out on Netflix on. HBO and Amazon and so on and so forth. But it's not like what we're kind of used to, you know, eventually, like if there was no crisis, there would be a time where we would just look crisis. at theater showings and we'd just be like, let's watch this movie and have a grand old time. But in this case, it's a, we thought it would be easier, but at the same time, it kind of didn't feel like it would be it, like it just in practice, it wasn't the case. Cause I was really, it's my show today, so I have to pick a movie, and I There's couldn't find anything. <laughs> you know, it was really difficult, um, especially like, you know, business-wise. Uh, if you guys want to talk business, there's nothing that seems to be what people are talking about. You know, to yeah. make any kind of relevant mm-hmm. statement of like, we could have easily chosen another kind of indie movie that two people have seen, but talking about it i feel like especially like with our older episodes like when we when i picked la chinois if you remember that no oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah i do know it's like Took me a second how many people are gonna actually like, know what that is or care about what we have to say about it so mm. and it would be different we, if we found an indie movie that we would be interested in but we looked at what's what's right now what's been released on streams that there was nothing nothing that came out recently that's interested to any of us at all Looks like yeah, schlock. yeah. So here we are, and we decided to kind of test the waters a bit, be a bit loose, talk about stuff, have a good time, get entertain you for about an hour, you know, stuff like that. What do you? We well, do have a movie. We do have a movie though. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about something Two-fold we see. Be a movie podcast without a movie. Yeah. So it's not twofold; it's onefold today. <laughs> onefold and then pink slime, and or just yeah. <laughs> 
But if you want to talk about the movie, we can definitely go into that. And the movie that I picked, I think we kind of just discussed on um, Messenger the, just today. And it's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah. And we decided to talk about the uh, Sam Mendes movie that came out a few months ago. Not to be confused by Sean Mendes. Who's Sean Mendes? The singer. Oh, is he? Or uh, who's the snowboarder? Sean something. <laughs> oh, the snowboarding game? What is it? What is it? Sean. Oh, crap. I can't remember. White? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's we Sam have Mendes. A, yeah, we have a friend Sean White. in Canada. He's a great Sean listener. White. His name is Patrick, and he, um, I don't know if he wants me to tell me, tell anyone this, but when he was younger, like when he was a teenager, he had a PlayStation, and he just kept buying snowboarding games, and uh, so he would know. He would know about this Sean, this snowboarder. Dude, there was this one snowboarding game. I had so much fun in him, because, you know, back in the day, like, you could go into the files of a game and start changing stuff? Yes. Oh, I love doing that. All the textures were available. All the sounds were available. And also, love it. And all the fold, and all the settings, like all the settings were in TXT files. So let's say you have a snowboarder and their specs would be saved as a TXT file. So if you figure it out, you can go. And, and the thing is, you just change it. And if the game runs, you're good. <laughs> if not, you know, put the backup back up in there. But basically, if you change it, you can change the game any way you want, man. Put your yes! textures on, put your sound on. It. And there, there's this one snowboarding game that you could do it, man. It was hilarious. Like you could go and like their value, like, you know, jumping and... Like their speed and everything would be like one to ten, and you just put million there, <laughs> and you and you press jump, and he just flies out of the world. <laughs> it was hilarious. Let me find that game. Oh um, man, I don't know if people know, but uh, and I would love to hear if anyone else has done this. But back in the day, we used to really just open the CD. You'd put in the CD, I believe, and then you'd go into like the source. Like you just well, literally open it. Sean White, and there was also Sean Palmer. Oh, okay, you'd literally just open White, the the folder of the CD contents. Okay, and in there, right, would be skins, like Tim was saying, and all sorts of other files. And we used to edit, modify the skins on like all the games we used to play. Yeah, when we were kids, we used to do a lot of that. And most I often, think... we'd like put our own faces on the main character. Yeah, oh, you that guys were so funny. <laughs> oh man, you guys so were, what, like, what do you say, Tim? No, you guys were way better than that. I didn't have like a mic, so all I did was like change textures and just make oh, everyone we did look the bloody. Voices too. I forgot <laughs> about the voices. Yeah. So you guys, like, totally I don't want to go off tangent one... again. Yeah, there was this one. Yeah, but mummy no, 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 no. demo that you guys did. Yes, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> that was <a> bizarre experience. <laughs> all right, so that. the 1990 film, 1990, the 1999 Brendan Fraser movie, The Mummy. There was a PC and PlayStation game, I believe based on it right and mm-hmm. we had a demo of it and it was one level but for some reason the way it was coded is you just open a folder there's the texture file they're all bitmaps all the skins are there and there we go we just decided to take that out change it there was a river of blood in that level and we changed it to like what candy corn or something no we yeah, changed yeah, yeah. to milk milk <laughs> that's what it was milk. <laughs> it was just white instead of red. Yeah. And uh, all the mummies, we kind of just changed into clowns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they had like, it, like it, candy corn or something, candy cane guns or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. the, and, and the, one of my favorite. We, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like the eyes. We made like really cartoony, bobbly like, eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And one of my favorite things was also, I think we edited a lot of um, Jedi Knight 
um, Dark Jedi Knight. We did a lot of oh, customization okay. there, faces, all kinds of stuff. And then I mean, we also did Return to Castle Castle Wolfenstein. Oh, oh, oh that that, yes. but, but then 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 we did redid one whole game like that and made a game of our own. Ah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. We made Wolfenstein three. Like, yeah, yeah. It was it was a game called Racklam. Yeah, it was, like a, it was a 2D top view, like no budget weird. indie game. It was like and a, there was that game, there was no protection of... for the skins, and it was all there. There's nothing that you could all go into the settings. Like we we, we made the game basically ourselves. We just we used the the engine. So one of my favorite things was on uh, the game Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy. The, in that game, listen to this. This was fun. Maybe even Dark Knight, not Dark Knight. Wow. In Jedi Knight, um, so what was two. the game called with Kalakatarn that was like not Dark Forces Two, <laughs> but the one that everyone loves, Outcast. Je- uh, yeah, Jedi Outcast. Outcast. Is blue yeah, that one. was like yeah. that, that was a new like yes. new engine, like new Era. graphics. Yeah. yeah. Outcast yeah, yeah. and Academy both very interesting enough had this like um, feature in how they developed the game, where. The lip movements of the characters weren't animated. They were actually um, listening in on the audio signal mm-hmm. yes. of the voice. What, what, what does that mean? That means if you put your own voice in there, <laughs> oh, the lips talk. are going to move like you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it really is. The lips would sink into it. Yeah, oh. and, the, and the great thing <laughs> is that we didn't know how to like align. We didn't know how long some of the lines should be. Or we went <laughs> yeah. too far, and so there would be like an action sequence happening, and the characters uh-huh. should have stopped talking long ago. But our characters <laughs> still, talking. <laughs> still talking. They're like, still we should talking. go. <laughs> Rubble's falling. Yeah, I think we should go. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's hilarious. I, I found out. No, 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 no. uh, yeah, go, go, go. Sorry, sorry. No, no, just like that's that's pretty funny. In 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 Jedi Outcast. Uh, what I found out is that you can. There's a setting because, like, they, you had like lightsaber physics. Like, you could dismember some. There were great some stuff. Physics, yeah. Like, there's a head and stuff. But that was like there was a value you can change to add a number, oh, and it just it, it, it added more, so you could like chop them up into bits <laughs> if you change the little tiny. That was so fun. I think that a lot of people, even today, consider the Jedi Knight not combat, but the way that you're able to use the lightsaber, pretty fun and intuitive, even today. He left like the marks on the on the walls, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and also yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty good physics. But dude, even Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Two, no wait, what's okay. the? Oh man, there's this one demo that I just played for like entire oh, summer. We did too. Je, Jedi Knight Dark, Jedi Forces, Dark Forces Two, right? Two. That's the yeah, okay. original it's, Jedi Knight. Green lightsaber. A green light because there's a demo. It's like basically like some kind of canon kind of creek and dude and just like I put cheats yeah, on that's and I would one. like and I would play like I was pretending I'm like a Tie Fighter and this is before <laughs> I seen Star Wars. Like I've never seen. I had no idea what was going on. Like this is the only. This is my first experience with Star Wars. Is is that stupid demo? And I played it all summer and I would like put on cheats and then I would put pl- flying on and put all the weapons and there was <laughs> there was this weapon that was a sniper. So then what I would do is like I pretend I'm like a bomber. And I would fly through the canyon, yeah. like look at the look really? at the other like the other entrances. You can't like you have to go through the inside of the map to get to them. So I would just fly in the canyon <laughs> and then be like, Oh, we're gonna bomb them, sir. Okay, so I put on the sniper, mark him down, right? Mm-hmm. And then change to like there was a force, like force red ball you could you could conjure up and like a like a Sith power, and I would throw yeah. the ball and explode them like oh success. <laughs> me role playing so the stupid demo <laughs> for like a whole summer. Yeah, man, Jedi Knight had so many good cheats. Um, I've I've just missed oh, all those. Dude, secret I'm just cheats. remembering. Remember, you could you could you could do like, 
uh, th- those, uh, there was this, you could, p- <laughs> you could push away their weapons. Like all the oh, stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And you could push them. And there was also sticky notes. So what I would do, I would just, from the entire map, I would take, I would push away their weapons from all the stormtroopers and then push them into this <laughs> one room. So there were like 50 stormtroopers and I would just <laughs> blow them up all of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, this is you, Tim. This is so you. Like we, like I'm an idiot and I never like thought outside of the box like this. I just played by the rules, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You're just experimenting. And when we were playing Halo, like, you know, we had this whole wonderful decade, almost decade, like a couple of years, me and you and Tim and, uh, our other friend Pishta, who's a musician, Fulcrum, if anybody knows who that is, uh, we used to play uh, the first Halo game online from 2012 to like 2014, 15, 10 years later. Yeah. And Tim would start getting bored and be like, let's start <laughs> piling up warthogs all the way up to <laughs> yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. let's start blasting each other and seeing like how far well, we can go. Favorite, one of my favorite scientific tests. <laughs> and we were trying to see if the... Um, <laughs> If the little uh, speedometer on the warthog was based on if just pure speed, oh, or was it based oh. on pressing the pedal? Oh, so, so we were like pushing the acceleration, <laughs> yeah, or pushing the pedal. So we're pushing it down the hill and checking if the speedometer would go up. Turns out it was going up. So mm-hmm. it was it just on just velocity; on it wasn't on the yeah. gas. It's crazy. These yeah. are experiments we all find yeah. out. Oh, Jacob, I forgot. Like I wanted to say, another game that we modified was Alien vs. Predator Two. Oh, I don't remember us modifying much there. What did we do there? There was like a cutscene, and we put all of our friends' faces on the main okay, characters. Okay, yeah, I remember that. That's right. And I remember I, we took a photo of Jake grinning with his teeth, and we oh, that was pasted we pasted it on a guy. Like when you, as the main character, wake up, you're a marine in space, and you wake up, and this guy next <laughs> to you is like, "Hey, wake up!" <laughs> and it's Jake's, and this is Jake's face from when he was what ten. <laughs> and he had and, and we made him grin you know like with his teeth and the way that the model um uh like sculpted it was that the entire bottom half of his jaw was his teeth well, and he was just yeah. like hey wake up <laughs> I, I hate that i have to explain it i wish i had video of this because it was so disturbing it was so great shame where did right. these things go where do they oh. go I don't know. We'll have to find them. They're, yeah, uh, they're on your mini DV tapes, probably. probably. Anyway, there's this movie by Sam Mendes from. It's true. <laughs> from by the way, the January. game before, you, before before we go back, the game that uh, that was that was called Supreme Snowboarding. Look it up. It's oh, Supreme. Ah, White Supreme, Supreme Snowboarding. Snowboarding. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Nineteen seventeen. When did you guys for, watch that? I watched okay, it so, like a week ago. Oh, wow. a week ago. Good. Jake yeah, and I watched here, it in yeah. theaters when we actually could go to theaters to watch nice. this. Nice. Back in January, I think. Back in January, I was I was busy, you know, like with, with baby time. So mm, only theater boy. time was was um for the for the podcast, and this didn't time well for the podcast, so we yeah. couldn't see it for the podcast because we had a break in January. That's when we came to cinemas. So I didn't see it in cinemas. So, but now it's available um for for home. So I so I watched it finally. Very good, very good. Um, we're gonna get into the film, but I just wanted to say that it's interesting that we have a coincidence because. The next James Bond was supposed to come out this month. That's true. That is what was true. it called? Die, dong, dong, never die. Die, dong. Like, die a <laughs> hundred deaths. I believe that was the title. Never die, I think it's called. No. Wait, that's stupid. <laughs> to no, die or not to die. A bad time to die? A good time no, to no, die? No, no, I think no, it's no, like, no, no. Uh, don't kill me. <laughs> don't kill Don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, no time to no die. No time to die. No there time go. to... There we go. 
that's, that's special. Um, then, then don't don't die. <laughs> well, honestly, Tim, there's this weird... called James Bond die die die. If you want to know, Tim, there's a weird indie game called Dong Dong Never Die. Oh, oh. it's clearly not English. Oh, oh, it's not it's not a dong, right? A dong doesn't a dong dies. <laughs> dong. I I don't know. It's just stupid. So um, yeah, Sam Mendes. Uh, He's a director. Uh, he used to work in theater. He used to direct theater. Um, Phil hates him. Wait. Really? <laughs> no. But you know what I found out today? The Sam Mendes directed American Beauty. And I think he you did, were upset yes. that American Beauty won the Oscars. But this could have been the old Phil. I don't know. I have it in my head. Oh, watched. yeah. It, over, I think, I don't know. Did it come out in 99 or 98? 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 99. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because, you know, I mean. Matrix? I don't know. Yeah, Matrix, something like Do you that, think Matrix whatever. was Matrix nominated? No. Or are we just like, nominated. oh, these people, Matrix came out and they're like, American Beauty. <laughs> well, I don't know, because like someone made a really good comment that I agree with, and it's like, mm-hmm. Saving Private Ryan didn't make any Oscar win, but the next year American Beauty did, and it's like, well, I wish I had the quote from what that guy that I found on the internet who mentioned, who said this, <laughs> but um, the correlation is just that the importance of show of depicting World War II in a way that it was done by Spielberg for, you know, Saving Private Ryan, and mm-hmm. uh, like the emotions that it portrayed, and the I don't want to say realism because that's like a word that's been thrown around a lot, but like the the way it was shown and the the story that it told as like um to depict an emotion an, an important moment in like world history or whatever american history you could also mm-hmm. say um wasn't good enough to be a best picture but then a dude that is just bored of his life and masturbates in the shower is you know what i mean it's just the first scene man nah. <laughs> but uh, look look uh, first of all one thing is awesome. i mean award shows arguing if what should win and win is a is a, is a fool's errand is, is one well thing. that's the thing yeah no i'm not i don't it's, agree it's, i don't i mean you know anymore. like people who think that somehow oh yeah objective is are crazy people i mean it's hey 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 yeah, tim, tim 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 what, what, what? <laughs> how jake? can parasite he's gone i'm here i'm here how can Parasite just... win Best Picture and Best Foreign Film at the same time? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you, well, you didn't see that go, guy like to go on, on the internet? He was ranting about that. It was so funny. People, I don't know. Like, like it's it's like come on. It's like people choose these winners, and, and it's like no, I agree. I agree, like what what, what do you what do you expect? Like they're supposed to represent the like the the the, the collective uh, opinion? Like you're crazy. Yeah, you're nuts. No, like I, a, I'm not. I'm do not. Do you like, like American Beauty though? Uh, I watched it once. Movie. Maybe I should. I should probably watch it again. I haven't seen it in a long time. I watched it once. It was a I don't know. Ago, I felt. I felt a little indifferent to it. That's kind of how I mm. felt. I didn't like it. I saw when it. I watched it, but that was a while ago. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I can't remember what my feelings were. I think it was a very interesting movie, but I don't remember if I was like, "Oh, this is cool," or "This is not." I don't know. I like anyway, Sam Mendes. That was his first film. Who did that? Was it was Thomas Newman? Ah, Newman. He also Newman. He also did. Finding Nemo. He did Wall E, I think. That, yes, that that sounds. That's his sound. He likes to do, use do, those. Do, 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 those those. Do, uh, do, what was that drum called? The the toms. Oh, the drums. <laughs> no, no, the the, the steel drum. Drums. Yeah, yeah, the steel drum. Ah, sound. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's very doink, he's doink. very he's very rhythmic. <laughs> Guess what? He's, he's very minimalist sound. and rhythmic. He did the music for 1917 as well. 
That's right. He did. He did. He did have a working relationship for 1917. Um, but hmm? then, yeah. Um, I don't know what else Sam Mendes made other than Skyfall next. <laughs> so there's probably a bunch of movies that he's done before. He did, but I actually didn't see any of them. I I, I know of Jarhead, but then there's movies right. called. Road I remember to- the ads. Perdition. I watched. Oh, Road no. to Perdition. Right. 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 Revolutionary Road. Away We Go. And then and 1917. I don't know these movies. Hey, have you seen Road to Perdition? No. What's that? I heard it was pretty With good. Tom Hanks. No, I have no idea what this is. Me neither. It looks like seeing, Man on Fire, I but in the 1920s. Years ago, I was seeing like tons and tons of posters everywhere. Yeah, me too. It was rainy Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see the poster as well. I've never watched this. Rainy, rainy, rainy Tom yeah. Hanks. I thought in it was like 1920s. a Sin City sequel. Well, yeah. I thought, like, doesn't it look like Man on Fire, but in the 1910s or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You know Man on Fire, right? Denzel yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Ireland, friend of the podcast, is one of his favorite movies, I think. So so you were bringing up... Um, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, Frank. Save it, Brian Ryan's. Ryan's <laughs> Saving Ryan Ryan's Ryan's. Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Saving Ryan Reynolds, which is an interesting point, because I was, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, like, I should rewatch that movie, because as yeah. much as there's realism, especially in the, you know, famous opening scene, which, you know, kind of was... was very different to what we've seen in cinema so far and it was it was revolutionary in its shocking nature um but i'm really wondering if has that aged or not because you know there it's been 20 years since movies and i think we're always pushing the boundaries and as as i was watching also 1917 is that like yeah maybe the realism was there but there's also a lot of romanticism from spielberg you know of of of, you know american soldiers and and, and all this stuff is like Will that be saturated where it kind of ruins the realism if I watch rewatch it now? Or will it be it. okay to watch? Like all that nationalist, you know, patriotism. <laughs> nationalist. Call it. Hey, well, we don't thing. call it nationalism. Call it. Yeah, yeah, we call, call it patriotism. Old glory. Because this one was pretty clean, 1917, <sighs> of that. Like there was, I mean, there's a lot of aspects I love about this movie. Um, yeah, I was gonna. Nice. I was gonna mention. This is good to hear because there's. I've looked at people's reactions to 1917, and there's like a split between two, like two types of people, and Ooh, those two types of people. The split is that there's people who liked it because of how it depicts, like the you know world war one and mm-hmm. which is in my opinion is fantastic because we don't have enough world war one movies i'm just saying like oh, the yeah, balance yeah. between wwii and wwi the war to end all wars you know it, it you gotta balance it out baby so it's it's nice to see that but then the other uh side is people saying that it's just kind of gimmicky and cheesy and romanticized and too um yeah too, i don't get those people to, oh, what's what's the argument like is it romanticized because like the hero changing the yeah tides? like the heroes like like someone wouldn't be able to survive a blast you know like when they were oh, inside okay. the tunnel yeah, 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 yeah. i see i see what you mean i see what you mean i understand i mean you know like there's there's always the realist as we talked about um whiplash and previous conversations oh the whiplash yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. but anyway um for those on the right beat uh, yeah Ugh. so i just want to i just want to mention to anybody who hasn't seen 1917 mm-hmm. it's a world war one film where two young soldiers are taken in from uh the trenches in they're the british soldiers right um yes. as they are fighting in world the war western one. front in france in the in, in the western front in france um because i don't know these details um and are sent to deliver a message about uh, what the Germans are going to be doing. And the Germans are 
bluffing them out and so they can get an advantage something like that i, I haven't seen this since january <laughs> guys i'm sorry okay t- t- i'm a little bit more fresher do you want me to do description yes please. Yeah, fresh it up my friend fresh it right. up please okay so, mine are so, frozen so the two boys uh, are taken uh, to the general who says that the other uh, side of the front they're planning to attack but the actual the enemy has moved away from that position and it's a trap and they will kill them all and they can't communicate them because telephone is broken, so they are sent on this errand within 24 hours to reach them on foot and tell them the message that they need to, they shouldn't attack because otherwise they'll get slaughtered. So these two boys are sent by themselves through no man's land yes. and through the enemy lines and trying to reach the other the other battalion to tell them this thing. That's that's yes. the story. And this film is uh, known for its use of being one take. Two takes, technically. Oh, yeah, there is a visible cut. A blackout. Yes, a man, blackout. man is knocked out. If you want so to like find you out... Wanted, if you sorry, don't want to be like Phil and you want to find out more about history of World War One, we recommend hey. a podcast called... <laughs> Stop it! Hardcore History. And, oh, that's... That is... It's definitely hardcore. And the series is called Blueprints for Armageddon. I think there's four or five parts um, where our good friend Dan Carlin talks about World War One. Starts off with history, how it leads up to it, especially the uh, nature of the politics beforehand and the powers mm. rising, and then goes through the fronts, especially Western Front mostly and some Eastern Front as well, just about the hardships of the soldiers and how, you know, looking at it now from a bird's eye view, how the generals see it, the strategists, and how the people in the front see it. That's really good. And also watch uh, maybe Peter Jackson's little little project. Ah, They Shall Not Grow Old. That is an interesting... That. I'd like to it. see that documentary because I feel like... No. Where could you see it? I think it's available. You can you can buy it on iTunes. Oh, no mm. way. Okay, perfect. Because yeah, yeah. like, I remember it was like on special screens and stuff like that. I was just looking at like some video footage of what they were doing. And some yeah, pe- it was available, again, but you can get it now as a t- documentary. Yeah, again, there's some people who um, don't like it because it's like ruining the authenticity of the footage or something. Flammery. Yeah, they're like, they're doing it with you guys. They're adding their own conversations in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Milk Rivers and... Yeah. So listen. So I do you want to say, talk about the te- the technical part first, or what? Because there's you're the boss, sir. I'm you're the, the boss. boss of this. You're the boss of this episode. Lead lead away. What, what, All right. Well, I'm going to talk go? about the non technical part of this. Like, so mm-hmm. my impression when I watched the film, I thought it was a fun. Like, no, I don't want to say fun. That's ridiculous. I'm. It was an experience <sighs> because what I liked about it the most was that um, I don't agree that the one take thing was a gimmick because like that's one of the biggest uh, arguments about it like that it's just they're doing it as a gimmick you know mm-hmm. um i don't know tim like you've probably seen um movies such as but not limited to um what was it called men, children of men i was gonna say ghosts of war for some reason children of men mm-hmm. where it's also one take you know no no and children of men is not one take it just has long takes i think there's oh one okay didn't yeah okay. birdman Sorry. is the one take one birdman is ah, the okay. recent one take one from alejandro Inaratu, which is a different director than Alfonso yeah, yeah, yeah. and um i felt like it was used very well because with that one take idea you are definitely very limited to doing one you have to do it real time it's all real time you mm-hmm. know um granted they didn't particularly make it 
super duper accurate to real time, but I think that that's I think that's one that's one of those things that you can kind of forgive a movie to do because it's not meant to be hundred percent a realistic adventure or you know story. You know what I mean? Like there are romanticized things in it, and not just by not just th- thematics or tone, but mm-hmm. even just utilizing one take. You know what I mean? Like some you know the sun isn't gonna the sun kind of goes down and up and you know it changes and you know it's a little convenient for uh, the story that's being told but um in any case what i liked the most about being one take was that you can you can't go away from certain things you can't cut back and forth and uh for me one of the big ones with that was when the german airplane fighter pilot man Mm -hmm. was uh you know (laughs) fell from the sky into the um there's a scene where he crashes into a barn and he's still alive and this whole thing happens where one of the one of the soldiers one of the the lads that were following um has to take him out and they can't understand him and they're acting like you know, they're, they want to help they're being very naive about that. And he stabs one of them and one of them is dying and you can't, there's no cutaways, you know, there is no, you know, chance yeah, close, to, close up. yeah, it's all there. It's all, there's no, there, you can't go away from it. And this, and for me, stuff like that, there's a little other, there's some other stuff like that in the film that happens. And those to me felt like they brought a sense of realistic, feeling of being there and witnessing death like this um, mm-hmm. that other movies wouldn't be able to just because of the format. Yeah. I, there's two things that I want to add to what you were saying. Definitely agree that the, the, the one take isn't gimmicky. And one thing is that what you added is that because it's real time, it adds to the urgency and, and it kind of oh, yeah, portrays true. the feeling of what they were feeling. But another side effect that is probably intentional that I really liked about it since it's one take as you as you say, can't cut away, and not only just to like close ups, but you can't cut away to establishing shots. So oh yeah. You're, so you're also what you're getting is you're getting the geography is just from the point of view of the character. So it feels very like a video game that you're really immersed because you it don't does. know where things are. Like there's never like at the headquarters of this, and then you're like, okay, this is yeah. here. Like you are going through the so. And they're given, so you feel really same as the characters because they're given directions. Go to the front, you turn left, turn right. So you're very disoriented as that character. So you, you that kind of translates to you as a, as, a, as a viewer because you never know where they're going. You never know what's going to come up. You don't never see the aerial view. You, you just see always kind of what they're looking at. So it's very claustrophobic and very scary. And I think that was like a really great idea to use that to evoke that emotion. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And the second thing is, it's really funny about you mentioned about them. So there's two main characters, two lads who are sent. And one of them is from the start kind of portrayed as the protagonist. He's the more, Yes, you more, thought so too, right? Yeah, and he's, he's kind of like, he's um, he's more adventurous. He's, he, he's the one who takes up the task. He's a leader. And this other guy is more relent, look, re- reluctant. reluctant to go and everything. So, but, but sadly, unfortunately, I've seen the posters and all in the posters, it's the other guy <laughs> is, is oh, always standing as a hero. We didn't know. We so the entire blind. time was like, okay, this other guy is going to die. And, and and through until the the main the sort of proposed main person dies, there are at least fifteen shots 
where it's like the right Hollywood moment for it to die. There's like even a shot when one when the other character's in the house and he's looking out and it's framed through a window. The other guy's just standing there like, a sniper's going to shoot him. Someone's going to get him. Mm. And this happens like 50 times. It was so stressful the entire time. Oh, that I was like, oh, he, he he's gonna die. He's he's gonna die, and then and then he dies off screen. It was hilarious. And then when, when he actually gets stabbed, you're not having to even look at him. The other guy's getting milk or water, whatever he's getting. Yeah, and then yeah. he's just like he in the background, you just hear him go, no, 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 and he's getting stabbed. Like that's oh. perfect. I love the, the the you know kind of you know turning on the like it gives you these moments. If, a side effect of that was that for the next twenty minutes, you kind of lose the the edge because there's only one character now and you know he's not going to die until the end so well that... no tim that's interesting you mentioned that because yeah. you uh-huh. said you know he's not going to die till the end i didn't suppose that at all i didn't know that either really? and really? i know i was watching like the where film would the I... movie go like then you know like well, that's the you... thing i was wondering about because when i was watching the film when he becomes first of all like you said i was also surprised that he was the one who survives between the two yeah and then when yeah, it's we all did not him know. I thought to myself, okay, so this movie possibly could be a story of failure. It could be mm-hmm. a could pure be. tragedy that where he gets so close and he dies, for instance. Or he fails. He fails to deliver the message or something happens. So I didn't suppose, honestly, for a second that like, oh, he's going to make it for sure. But no, 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 like, not make it. Like he could die at the end, but that's the, because it's, it's no, portraying no, from a point before. of... No, no, no. But who would you follow then? That's it. The movie ends. But that's the end of the movie then. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, you would still like, because it's following these two characters and there's two of them. So one of them can die. So that's stress. One of them dies. There's only one character and the camera follows them. So it's going to follow them until the end. They either succeed or they die. So then the kind of risk has fallen until I think when you meet with the with the girl and he gets hurt, I kind of like then risk kind of came back because you're like, Will he succeed or will he not? But there was a moment where it was like, of course he's going to, no one's going to shoot him because he's fine. <laughs> there was a moment for me where it kind of, it lost when the other character died. I just, it, it's on a technical level, but it kind of came back at the end. I don't know. Right, right, right. Interesting. Very. So, yeah. I was going to ask you guys this question. When I was watching the movie, I kind of, it might be that kind <laughs> of um, video game effect where it feels like you're traveling with the characters and it's like you're mm-hmm. in the video game or in this case like i mean of course in just real life so i would start thinking about what would i do in these situations because usually in movies i kind of don't just because of the fact that the, the visual language you know um is basically just that it's cutting away going establishing shots and it feels like you're not always part of the experience that the characters are in i'm not saying yeah, observer, that you're explicit yeah, movie yeah. Observer. um and so did you guys start thinking about oh what would you do if that german guy in on the plane crashed in and like because i had these thoughts and i usually don't have these kinds of thoughts when i'm watching a movie no jacob anybody i'm not sure what the question is exactly were you thinking about what would you do in those situations as you were yeah, watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, when I yeah, was watching, because sure. again with the German pilot, like I was like, no, 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 don't try helping him. This is, he's an <laughs> enemy. Shoot, shoot him, shoot him down. And, and I feel like that's, it's a do or die, man. You know, this is, you know, I, it sucks, well, but I feel mm-hmm. like that we're in that situation, you know. That's interesting that you said that because I was wondering, like I was thinking like maybe this is just, you know, a man who's following orders just like these boys are, you know. I so would you would second, you help like, the German soldier? 
Super hard question. I have no uh, answer. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll be dead probably within like a week anyway. So yeah, I don't think yeah. I would have even got to that point where I'm in exactly. that situation. Somebody asked me <laughs> exactly, to go yeah. deliver this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I think, yeah, it's, it's really tough because like, I really thought that when they were helping him, I thought that he would be like, you know, um, I, you know, this all sucks. I just, you know. Like I come do this because me, of whatever. Be British, look at me. No, no, no not be British, but like, no, I thought like maybe let me go back, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so, man. And they'll be like, okay, fine, you know, like whatever. Like, go try know. again. Respawn. So I was, I, I was really shocked. <laughs> 30 like, oh, man, seconds like, to respawn. But the mission, guys, what are you talking about? You can't let a German, an enemy soldier go back and then tell well, them I know, about. I know, but I was saying that like, I thought that it was going to be mm-hmm. like, you know, about humanity, trust, oh, okay, you know, okay, all okay. this stuff. Like, like, despite them being, you know, these are just normal people. Because it's not like these are necessarily people who are, you know, like going to destroy the world, right. you know, just for their country. They're, they're doing their best, but, you know, they're not like in the business of like just killing people, massacring. I mean, maybe that German guy point. is. He was. He was. He knifed him. So, I mean, he knifed he him. Was, he knifed him. He was he a massacrist. No, he was just doing his duty. Kill the enemy. Like, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, he but, wore up until World War One. I. I mean, historically, as sad as it is, it is, war was a legitimate strategy in how to gain more economic and, you know, land know. control. It's something that, that happened. It, unfortunately, the technology changed of what that means. You know, like, prior to that, even all wars are sad and, 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 and bad, terrible, but especially before firearms evolved into more accurate and more deadly... Like even if you look at a kind of modern, more modern war, like some like civil war, or something where you have at guns, that there wasn't that much casualty. Usually, especially stuff before, like before, like gunpowder, like with swords and everything, you don't actually kill swords. Like you know, everyone. <laughs> Usually, it's like twenty, thirty percent people die, and then the other mm. part gives up, and you take them as prisoners or whatever, and you right. gain the control. Like, I'm not advocating for war at all. You know. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is what everybody's thinking when they're listening to this podcast. Um, like, I don't Tim. think I don't think I don't think it's a legitimate strategy at all. It's it's pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. But like there was there were certain ways of you know how war functioned until technology you know kind of overthrow that, and then you have these weapons that you can really accurately like like in in that podcast that was mentioned the blueprints for Armageddon like when you Blitzkrieg happened with the you know German army the the. the Great Roman Empire, Deutschland, uh, uh, well, First Reich attacked through Belgium. They came to France, and there they are, all in green camo with their helmets and 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 machine guns and cannons that can shoot up a couple of kilometers away. Right. There's the there's the French cavalry in blue jackets and uh, white gloves, easy targets with machetes attacking them the olden way, like hello, let's fight, and they just mow them down with machine guns. You know. Yeah. Hey, the last samurai had some. I would like to see that again. I haven't seen it since two thousand. Four. And now then you have similar. four or five years of trench war. Just dreadful experience. Yeah. That's that's horrible. yeah, no, that's that was I, I experienced yeah. it per first hand, apparently. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Judging by my reaction there. No, that no man land fi- watching this film. Scenes. Dude, the no man land scene was intense. I think that my favorite scene, artistically speaking, mm-hmm. was the sequence when he was uh, um running uh, away through the city that was being mm-hmm. uh, sort of blasted after he had met the woman and the baby. Oh, yeah, the burning city, right? The burning Dude, church. I think artistically that was my all-time favorite scene just because of the combination of the music, the sequence, 
uh, the part in the movie where we're in in the journey, it was so far already that you are already wondering if he would even make it, you know, like maybe he totally missed the deadline, you know, yeah. maybe he won't make it. And, and he's in this situation that's absolutely, I think it encapsulated some of the things that you were talking about, like the illegitimacies, you know, of war and what it looks like. It's like a, he's running through hell basically. Dude. Right. It's like and, it's like an expressionist painting of hell, and yeah. it's and you know what's the, was, what's the crazy part? Yeah. Like traditionally, hell, like maybe like a Renaissance painting, is a bunch of people naked, like burning mm-hmm. and screaming and everything. And this was the isolation of no one there, just fire and like yeah, w- like where's this fire coming from? There's a bunch of drunk Germans around, and there's a lady in a bit. Like it, it felt like a fever dream. Like like yeah. you know, yeah. he was knocked out, and he's like gone. He's going well, through some kind of dimension at this point. It's not even real. What I loved, well, no, I, th- I thought it was real. No, okay, it was yeah, real, but the point, way it yeah. looked, like it mm. felt like it, it's very. But very, I like the juxtaposition of the score being highly ambiguous and sometimes even sounding very like hopeful. You know, in contrast yeah. with the visuals, I like that a lot, and it felt very fresh and original. Because a lot of yeah. times, you know, you don't you do, the music it, when it matches the visuals too closely, it becomes very stock, very boring. Yeah, this was yeah. something very, very interesting. Oh, the, I just, wanted to. Sorry, no, no. I just want to say, like, the juxtaposition of of using music and using the opposite of it's actually really something that's used a lot. Like, I watched this hmm. a video essay on YouTube about like how to create sad scenes. It's basically don't put sad music, like like traditionally sad music. Don't put like you know Western tradition, like a minor you know ballad into a scene to make it sad. Put something mm-hmm. beautiful. That's what Pixar does all the time. They put a beautiful, melodic, Mm -hmm. hopeful song into context that's really sad and that like ruin you. (laughs) There's like a, there's like a, the, the two kind of ideas kind of mixing in your brain will Mm -hmm. just open up a flood of emotions. So yeah, that's, that's a, that's a common technique. It's it's pretty, pretty, uh, effective, effective. That's the word I want to go. Sorry, Phil, for interrupting you. Go ahead. That is fine. Um, I wanted to say, what did you think about? I was gonna go into like Tim, your cinematographer, ah uh, Deacons. I just has has been working his magic, and I wanted to know if this magic was potent enough for you. This magic was ridiculous. It, 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 you know why it's ridiculous? Because like even before, there's a little bit of stylization. Like there's a little bit of glitter of what he does. He he does it very naturally. He uses you know, he never uses effects as far as like achieving the glitterness. It's always in camera and it's always like natural effects that make it like it's a beautiful shot. Like let's say we talked about Skyfall, the scene when he's fighting the other guy and there's like a neon lights and there's glasses. Like it's a be- beautifully visually beautiful scene. But um, you know it's a little bit flashy as, as far as what is it in this movie. Nothing's flashy. Nothing mm-hmm. is nothing is out of order. Everything looks boring as hell, but it's so beautiful. I can't. I was like, I was like watching these shots, and I'm like, color grading is basically non-existent at this point. Like, there's nothing that's stylistic about it. The framing, most of the time, is not flashy at all. But why does everything look so damn good? I was like, I was angry yeah. at some points. It's like, how can you? It's like, it's like, it's like someone's so good. You you hand them a point and shoot camera from 2003. <laughs> they'll make it better looking than like a hollywood movie it's like it's it's well i'm glad you actually like that because for some reason i had like a hunch that you might not enjoy the uh <clears throat> film overall so it's, it's it's nice to hear do it like there's this photographer that i really like on instagram and um because of covid 9 he can't take pictures so he's just 
he's FaceTiming his his model friends and he's posing them wherever they are and he's just taking screenshots and those pictures look better than my pictures oh no <laughs> i'm so angry because i'm always looking at his photos like how does he do it like, what every photo he takes and it's, it's like a stupid portrait of a, of, of a girl's face and it's like there's always something that speaks to me every time there's like something unique and, it, and he's just taking screenshots and in the corner you can see his face taking screenshots and he's posting this no. on instagram and it still looks better than anything i've ever done and i'm like God damn it. That's how I felt watching this movie. Far as well, that sucks, man. <laughs> this is so naturally like and you know, like you we talked about hope. Roger Deakins about it, you know, like in in, in his his approach is very down to earth and he always approaches every project like it's a new pro you know, it's it's not like some he's like uh Mr. Artista. I know what I'm doing, like I have talent. But I think there's just I think there's something to his humility that Every scene he approaches like it's a new thing, and and he tries to make it work for whatever it is, you know. And that's 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 good. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's that the is key. the key. The key. So I have an interesting um, the fact. Key. Hmm. Oh yes, for everyone listening. So you know the ending sequence when he is making the final dash, out of breath, out of life, to get to the general. That's like uh, through the trench lines as they're attacking, right? Yes. Yeah. And you, if you notice, he actually a couple of times, or maybe once, bumps into. Oh yeah, I love this one. Yeah. Like he knocks the people out. <laughs> like yeah, and they fly. And listen to this. I actually loved that when I was mm-hmm. watching it, and I felt really real and intense. Turns out that was actually a mistake when they were shooting. Oh. But yeah. As a good actor does. You continue on, and you do wow. not break character. And I think that was a fantastic job that the actor did. And I wanted to just really quickly mention that the actor, really, really like him. He mm-hmm. was in, I mentioned this TV show before, called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, which was about um, James Franco and this actor, mm-hmm. uh, James George McKay, uh, going in time, back in time, um, to try and stop... The assassination of John F. Kennedy. And so I saw him in this series and I thought it was really, mm-hmm. really good. And so I was very, very uh, pleasantly surprised to see him in the oh. lead role of this movie. Right. I yeah. know where I recognize him from. I'm looking at his IMDb. He's the, he's the kid from Captain Fantastic. The yes, oldest one. He's also in, yeah, Captain Fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, we should, we should okay. I'm looking at, sorry, I, I, that's a really good point, Jake. I'm just like freaking out because I'm looking at the, the credits and there's so many people that I didn't notice that I knew them. Mm-hmm. I just want, like, the, the main, the, the, this friend who dies, he's freaking uh, the, 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 the Prince Tommen from, from Game of Thrones. What? He's so big now. That's insane. I've watched that show. I can't, and also, um, what's his face is in here? Uh, the, the guy at the end, he's from Game of Thrones as well. Like the the brother, that the brother, the brother. He's 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 the guy. He's the one of the Stark kids, the first one to die. Uh, hmm. What's what's his face? Um, no that's insane. I'm like, also, what, what do you guys think of the cameos of the of the officers? Yeah, I was I gonna mind. mention. I was gonna mention this. We were talking about this after well, the movie, cameos, and we got casting, but we got some really celebrities casting. I we got say. some. We got some boigas. We got some boigas after watching the movie right What's next to the cinema. A burger. We had oh. a nice little. There's a there's a nice little burger place right next boigas. to the cinema. It's really Richard great. Madden is the name. He's, he's he plays uh one of the star kids. What's it called? Robert. Richard Matin. 
Richard Madan. Richard Madan. Why can't I find Richard Madan? Why am I? Anyway, so yeah, continue, we continue. were talking about this and we were saying like, why are they all like famous actors who are like in those bigger positions, right? Yeah. And I don't know what the reasoning is, but I was thinking, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking mm-hmm. because these generals and uh, captains and higher ranking officials are uh, higher ranking, um, it would <laughs> probably be something. Yeah, it would probably be, it would probably be something that most of, maybe not most, but many of the soldiers would know and recognize their faces or their names Mm-hmm. And therefore, when we have these celebrities, like famous, more famous actors in those roles, we would we recognize them. So it feels like that kind mm-hmm. of trying to give you that kind of feeling, maybe. Okay, uh-huh. like, like, you know I mean, know I mean? like all the people around you, the soldiers are not known, but the generals are like so, some, I guess. Some yeah, kind of point of reference. Something, something like that. Like That's that. what I was thinking. Yeah. What did you think of uh, when um, Benedict Cumberbatch showed up? I think all of them were fitting except Benedict Cumberbatch, which is like a little bit too much for me. I think he's a yeah. little bit too recent of a star. Like the, mm. the other ones were like, but more well, like, like Mark yesterday. Strong. I guess yeah, Mark so. Strong. He's like in things now, but he's not like the new blockbuster with Mark Strong. Like if if whatever Benedict Cumberbatch does, it's just like it's like Cumberbatch, <laughs> Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. <laughs> Thank you. I love Cumberbatch, but Cumberbatch is my favorite. Um, you but know yeah, that one was agree. a little bit too. Like, like I wouldn't like he's like they're all like chasing this one whatever lieutenant or whatever the hell he also, is. Also, I, I want to say that I actually really enjoyed the end uh, mini sequence where the main character opens up the photograph of his photograph. wife mm-hmm. and I believe his kid. Um, because it's 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 very nice. You watch the whole film and you really think that maybe he is someone who maybe doesn't have any family. Maybe he's right. He enlisted just to have a purpose. Or no, he didn't say that. He didn't like being enlisted. But I'm just saying that he found himself a situation where he had to do something he didn't necessarily want to do. It was out of duty and out of his you know stuff like that. And I think so they had a nice conversation. That they didn't they have a conversation between them? And he's like, the other guy's like, hey, you went back. How was it? And he's like, I hated it. Like, he has an emo- emotional breakdown. Like, all I could think yeah, of yeah, is, yeah. I don't want to go back, you know, kind of thing. Yes, yes. And he was, I mean, you can tell that he, you know, was going to fulfill his duty, but only that much because he didn't, you know, want to do that. And so yeah. you had this idea that maybe he's just someone who is has a sad backstory. And I like that they had that at the end where it kind of wraps it in the up with like, oh, you know, he had someone to fight for, so I thought, Aww, that, was, I thought yeah. that was nice. No, it was great. Yeah, I liked because the movie. It, it, I, did, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it made the whole movie that much more of, uh, of intense because you weren't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the classic. You know, like I'm fighting for my wife. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the dream sequence, like like uh, yeah. Oh, you know, the Gladiator when uh, <laughs> Aragorn. Oh, Aragorn Whoa, too. There's, there's, there's these movies in 2000 stories. Like, you remember Gladiator? He has like dreams that he's take his his hands yes. are going through the fields of yes of wheat. Uh, Thank you. You're saying it much better than me. <laughs> oh man, that's that's yeah. So that kind of thing. You don't want you don't want him going through the wheat. Come on, like, it was oh, it was something English in 2000. Wheat. Okay, it was it was a 2000. We're not was, we're not like making fun of it. We're just saying like this. It has aged. Works. It just time has moved on. You know, it is what it is. If it's a, it's would a you thing say of its it time. aged like milk? 
<laughs> no, it's, it's not that bad. Maybe aged like <laughs> like like a beer because beer doesn't really age that. Well, but that doesn't age okay, that bad. Okay, like it aged like a beer. Gladiator. <laughs> it aged like a <laughs> <Yeah>. beer. <laughs> Ridley great Scott. Subtitle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they should have had Vangelis in Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Well, where did, where did that partnership go? I also, I wanted to say one of my favorite really, really sequences. Scott second the, favorite sequence was Vangelis probably is. the moment where he is battling that soldier. Typhoid. Tower. Oh. Yeah, uh, that was crazy, in my opinion. That felt like me again, playing video games. Yes, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what okay. I'm doing. I'm just shooting. I wouldn't <laughs> say a video game, but just again putting you in that situation where there's no escape, there's no cutting away, there's no. Um, you shoot or he shoots, man. Yeah, and and I like that they just really played that out well. And um, yep, it's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. I like the- Fun movie. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't want to say fun movie. That's so. Blech. That's yeah, blech. I don't think that that movie was stressful. It was sad. Stressful. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, it was very meditative as far as yeah, you know, yeah, war yeah. and and what it means yeah. for an individual. Mm-hmm. Time. I wouldn't call it no fun. No, 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 no. I retract that. I don't know. I even like what is my problem. But I do. I do. And at some level, <laughs> I do understand what you're saying, Phil. It, yeah. it, it wasn't a bore at all. It, you, you may think one shot. Maybe you're looking one for movie, exciting. It's like, ugh, it's a drag. It's not a drag at all, man. I watched it no. at home and I was stressed out. I can't imagine how it would have been in cinema. That's cool. Yeah, I think you would have liked it in cinemas. I mean, not liked it, but you know, it would have made the experience I would have had fun. all the more. It's a blast. Especially the one with Sophie. Let's do it again. In the salt it's a blast. So, Tim, you noticed that the rats were CG though, right? The rats were The rats were funny. There's a lot of CG. I mean, here, like, you know, you can't. Of course there is. Yeah. But, um, okay. So that's 1917. Mm. Wouldn't you I'd say that? Wouldn't, a question for Tim, if I may ask, since we yeah, you we, go we, ahead, go ahead. we kind of agree. Yeah. Um, like looking at the movie and sort of wouldn't would you say that it feels like something that's at this moment uh, it feels like a like a very worthy kind of contender in in sort of. Um, in film history in some sense of like something that seems like a fairly solid movie or do you think it's something that's you're like oh that was very interesting and intriguing but who knows what it might be like later watching it again i i think because it's hard to say answer that question now but i'm just saying like did it feel like a solid film where you felt kind of satisfied in the experience and kind of what it was doing and, and that's, that's I'm trying to think about it because it's it's not something I'm not going to put this in in as as amazing this movie was and as amazing the experience was amazing being you know thought provocative or mm-hmm. a, a unique experience it's definitely not going into my history of like this mm-hmm. is what you got to watch definitely I think there's there's movies that do maybe better at some of the things we talked about as far as the feeling maybe maybe I don't know maybe I'll feel different years mm-hmm. come by you know when when milk is aged. But definitely, which you, like I don't, I don't the feel wine. like it's, this is something that's put in the history vault immediately. Like, oh, this is this is a must-watch. There's there's something right. There's something that's really subjective about this movie as as you're watching mm-hmm. it. It's it's not like a you have to watch this for it to change you. Like it doesn't really change you. It gives you an experience, and that experience ends as as the mm-hmm. movie ends. It's really hard to explain. You know, like it does affect you for for, for a day, but I don't I don't feel like it says anything except the fact this is what world war one might have yeah, felt but, like but i think that's you know what, what makes I mean? it good in my opinion oh it's a great movie definitely I, mean, I think you were like if you're asking like as far as like 
the bigger impact. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe years. You know, it's maybe it's a sleeper hit. You I, know? I guess. Maybe. I guess maybe I was asking that because um, just hearing some opinions um, of people like brushing it aside or even having very negative like reactions to it, like like Phil was mentioning, like it's a gimmick or whatever. It's like I was just very surprised to even hear that because to me it's yeah. like this this movie tried to do a lot. I mean, at least give it credit for that. It's very strange. Yeah, to I don't understand like, that. Like, why dismiss it completely? Like, it's just yeah. That's that's a bit weird, definitely. But I guess time will cool. tell. I, I guess mm-hmm. time will tell where this movie, you know, lands in history of cinema. So we'll be back here in two thousand one hundred and seventeen <laughs> <laughs> to re- to, to review. Has this milk aged? Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, that's nineteen seventeen. Um. World War One, yeah, mm. I like it was World yeah. War One. Dedicated too. to Sam Mendes' grandfather, I think. That's cool too. Oh, okay. That was at the end. Yeah, there was a little dedication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stories because he was telling stories. That was great. That's great. That's good, good stuff. So, what are you guys cool, up man. to later? I don't know. I'm gonna go kill Franz Ferdinand and start World War One again, all again. No, don't. Oh, we don't need please. this. We don't need any, any more bad things. <laughs> <laughs> we were fine. We're we're Gabriel the Principe. Dude, you know what's the funny thing is? What? I, we're done. We're done with this podcast. I just want to mention okay. is is listen to that podcast because I grew up in the Balkans and <laughs> in the country that caused caused in in, in uh, you know air quotes, triggered triggered World War One and uh, the whole history of, of World War One is taught to me from the perspective of ah, that's true yeah of, of the Balkan, right? yeah yugoslavia and serbia and How everything it's so talk? funny it's, it's 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 funny like western front eastern front like nothing there's nothing i just really? know of the quarrels of balkans and the ottoman empire joining and and it's just it's funny it's like that's that's all i knew about did, World you, War did you learn huh. in school like was it like acknowledged that like the Franz ferdinand assassination no, or like, thing, like, or? It, it's one of or those is that things draped it, in like no 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 it's it's one of those things it's like titanic you know like how belfast is proud to build the titanic and even mm-hmm. though it's like the biggest strategy and you know like oh. if you look at logically it's like okay you built it shit so that's why it sank but it's it's the same thing it's like oh you know but he do you know he was serbian he or bosnian or whatever right, he right. killed you know like he was a patriot like, no no it's it's not portrayed as a hero but it's he was a there's patriot. a certain underlying Pride like to the pride. fact that he was from this, like that. You know, that's Weird, like I, yeah. I still remember the idiot's name. Like no one remembers the guy's name. You know what I mean? Everyone remembers our friend's friend because of that band. But Gabriel, <laughs> you know what I Because mean? <laughs> <laughs> of the band. Like there's there's no Gabriel Prince band. You know what I mean? That's Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, but true. there's no. But like I have it ingrained in my head. Could probably the, the people in school mentioned like a thousand times. Was it, what was his club? Schoolboy. This party. Yeah, it was like the like black something, the black, black hand, something. black yeah, hand, black I think. Hand, I think so. Yeah. Sauron, Sauron's black hand. <laughs> That's the white hand of Saruman. Mm. Um, cool boys. Um, anything else? I think we covered everything. Yeah, yeah. Apology yeah. if this wasn't the tradi- traditional episode. Sadly, there was enough contact. Maybe next next week we might. Um, we yeah, might tune in for your... more chicken nugget talks. Yeah, mm. hopefully. Uh, I enjoy those. Jake. And uh, we'll see you soon. Give us a ring. Give us a... Stay safe. Stay home. We mentioned a special last time. We did some tests. Uh, We were too busy. and Things are crazy. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe soon. Maybe soon. Yeah. Bucky's running away. Um, All right, baby. To have a guest slot at the end, but he's he's busy. Uh, He's busy. Drinking his water. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, we didn't get to Jake and Phil's earthquake story again. Oh, yeah. Maybe one day. Oh, the earthquake story. Maybe, Maybe one, day. one day. Maybe one we'll day. Talk about what a tale. Stories. There was also a story that I, was supposed to t- that I was supposed to talk about, but we also skipped 40. that. What was the other tale? There was the earthquake. Tale of there was something else that I wanted I to talk about. You running away from earthquake and then can't get back. And that's a good story too. <laughs> My television breaking and then reviving and then, and then, reviling yeah. and then, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, your television has fallen and now you have a new one. Also, if Magic. you if you're a four player Rocket League team and you suck, please let us know because we have yeah. a four player <laughs> Rocket League team and we try to play other yeah. teams and they're all good and they kick our ass and it's sad and it's depressing. And we yeah. just want to play someone who sucks, like us. Yeah, can have so a good please, time. if you're Rocket League, contact us immediately, <laughs> and we'll play with you. Look us up with the Four Horsemen. Exactly. Wait until I change okay. the name. After we <laughs> change it. But you know, I know you'll change it, so it's good. All right. Yeah, well, this good. has been Twofold. Uh, music's going up in the background as usual. And yeah, we hope to see you in about two weeks. Hey, see everybody. Have a good time. See you. Oh, hey, shout out to Chupa, you dick. No. <laughs>